0: In August of 1993, 38-year-old Susan Lee Russo sat down to have a conversation about her husband's military benefits. David Russo had been in the Navy for over 20 years. He was now a jet mechanic instructor at Lamore Naval Air Station near Fresno, California. He and Susan had been married only three years, but they had two daughters, 12-year-old Jamie and 2-year-old Devin. As the discussion turned to his survivorship benefits, Susan perked up. As she listened, she couldn't believe what she was hearing. Upon David's death, the Navy would pay her a lump sum of $206,000, followed by a monthly stipend of $2,500, all told she'd receive about $1 million, all for becoming a widow. Welcome to Black Widow Watch. Like the deadly spider they're named for, many female criminals have used the promise of love to trap and kill their victims. These men believed they'd found the person they would spend their lives with. Instead, they had wandered right into the web of a deadly predator. Throughout this month, I'm taking a look at the world's most notorious black widows. In these episodes, I'll uncover what made these women decide to murder the people they'd vowed to love and cherish, we'll detail the specific methods they used to carry out these ends, and finally, we'll explore what made their respective prey susceptible to the charms of a predator in disguise. Today, we're discussing Susan Lee Russo, This wife and mother of two manipulated two men into shooting her husband so she could collect a sizable payout. She was convicted of first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder, but even behind bars, Susan continues to show a talent for duping those around her. More on Susan Lee Russo after this. Hear that? With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Now back to our Black Widow. When Susan Russo learned that the death of her husband, David, would result in a substantial payout from the Navy, she wasted no time in forming a plan. She already knew what she'd do with the money— buy a new house and pay off bills. She also had the murder weapon. David Russo owned several guns, including an AK-47 and a 9mm Beretta. One of those would do nicely. All that remained was finding a man who could do the actual work of killing and not ask too many questions. In January of 1994, she found him. 20-year-old drug supplier Jason Andrews. By May, the two were using methamphetamine together. By June, they were having an affair. It's unclear what Susan told Jason about her marriage or the money she stood to gain from having David killed. But by mid-July of 1994, Jason had agreed to help her get rid of him. She gave him her husband's Beretta, and a hundred dollars. The money was to help him find an accomplice. Jason found one, 26-year-old drug dealer Bobby Morris. Around 1 a.m. on July 14, 1994, the two men arrived at Susan's house. She quietly let them in. Bobby and Jason snuck up to the bedroom where David was asleep. Susan went to check on her children. When Susan returned, David had been fatally shot in the back of the head. Susan then helped Jason and Bobby hide the body. They wrapped it in garbage bags and ropes and stuffed it in a sleeping bag. The men drove away with the body while Susan cleaned the murder scene. That evening, police found David's body at a staged crime scene. When they went to the Russo's house, Susan wasn't home. She didn't come back until the next morning. Jason Andrews was with her. Police brought the two in for questioning. Susan confessed almost immediately. She showed strikingly little remorse, calling the crime an easy out and stupid. Soon, the two were arrested, along with Bobby Morris. All three were charged with first-degree murder— But even in jail, Susan couldn't stop pulling the strings. Her first move was trying to get Bobby killed. Susan asked a fellow inmate, Cecilia Martin, if her husband, also in jail, would kill Bobby. With Bobby out of the way, it would leave only Jason's word against hers at trial. Then she asked another woman to pose as her dead husband's girlfriend. She planned to argue in court that she'd killed David out of self-defense. If he had a girlfriend, her claim that she was a battered wife might hold up better in court. Neither woman took Susan up on her offer, and her efforts to control the outcome of her trial failed. On January 30th, 1996, she was convicted of first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder. Bobby and Jason were convicted separately. Because of two special findings, that she was lying in wait and that she committed the murder for financial gain, Susan was given a life sentence without parole. In 2017, California Governor Jerry Brown commuted Susan's sentence. He cited a handwritten letter from Susan, who blamed her crime on an abusive childhood, an abusive marriage, and rampant drug use. In the letter, she claimed to be fully rehabilitated and referred to her long list of accomplishments in prison. She painted herself as a harmless, disabled 62-year-old who was ready for parole. In January 2018, the parole board recommended her release, but Susan's daughters were appalled. In a public letter and interviews to the press, they claimed that Susan's story of David's abuse was a lie. They said she had deliberately acted the part of a model prisoner to gain release. Their mother, they claimed, was still a master manipulator and therefore still dangerous. Six months later, Governor Brown reversed his decision and blocked Susan's parole. He stated that Susan still had more work to do. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to examine the twisted web of yet another Black Widow. For more villainous women, you can catch episodes of Female Criminals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts.